Matt, are you going to have video or no video? Yeah, I've just got slowed up. You can keep rolling, and I'm, I'm going to switch over to nicer gear in a minute. But I just went in to pay the group home that my mother-in-law is in. And I thought, you know, I was trying to go just drop off a check, but you yeah. know, that's not going to happen. I got guilted by the staff into going back to visit my oh. mother-in-law as well as dropping off the check. So, so that set me back about 15, 15 minutes to do a, a proper visit with a stroke, you know, victim. Man, that is wild. My, to me, what's wild about that is you have to go pay. How often you have to pay with a check at that place? Uh, once a month. And how much is that check? Or do you want I'm to say? I'm not going to say Lord. Oh my Lord. I mean, how can life be so hard? It's just hard. It's hard, isn't it? That's expensive. And it's just hard. It's so hard. I mean, think if you said at some point, if you didn't know any, I didn't have any context. You said, Hey man, I, I found a place. $8,000 $8,000 a month in Seattle, right where I want to live. Man, you would think, oh, my God, that house has to be unbelievable. It's amazing, all this stuff, but it's just like a little – it's probably – I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's fine and nice, but, I mean, I know – and I know there's uh, nurses around and stuff like that, but, I mean, that is so much more than um, – Matt, your rent that you're getting ready to pay is exorbitant and yeah, makes me lose my time. mind, and it's double that. <laughs> Her, her right. care I mean, is I'm doubling. just getting over the shock of preschool and saying, man, fuck, child care is expensive. Like, guess what? Yeah. <laughs> Old people care is expensive. What about self-care? <laughs> My self-care, I don't got much for that. You know I mean, it, I know it sounds... No, but that's her money, you know, that should, to be clear. that I'm not paying that. I just dropped off the right. check. Right. Um, but her money ain't going to last. No, it can't. And so what is the future is quite... I mean, you know what I'm saying? This is a second. This is the first payment. And she really got has got there, so she got this one, you know. Gosh, I mean, no wonder people's retirement and savings is out the door, like in no yeah. time. I mean, this is gone. Yeah, I feel like that's like obviously like this has highlighted a lot of things for me that maybe I suspected to be true, but one of them is just like. You know, and people in 2008, when they lost their savings and the 401ks go down and all that's because of inflation. And I'm not trying to tie all these things together, right. but it's like the American dream tells you something that somehow is often not true. Like say for like my grandparents saved, I had a bunch of money and that got erased pretty quickly in the end. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but they were saving, yeah. but were they really saved for that? If they understood how Medicaid works, like, you know, or how that was going to go down. It's like you that dream of saving or you're retiring, like the American dream thing. And then if the economy collapses or it's like people's stuff goes down, then it doesn't matter if you had stuff or not. And British mom didn't. But it wouldn't matter if she really did. It was still just it, when you had something goes wrong in your 60s and you, you know what I mean? You're going to blank out of money. Right. You're not going to be able to make it. You know what I mean? Like there's so many, you know, like it's there's no real way to to deal with it so you got to have some government care i don't know it's obviously really confusing stuff but if you even if you save money you're not it's not really gonna be enough <laughs> to well, like pay for everything i mean that's what i was thinking too is like like you said the american dream it up until our parents generation it's been you work your whole life or you know 40 50 years however long yeah. and then you retire and enjoy life <laughs> that's yeah. like that's their life map right and that's just absolutely terrible i mean why would you ever 
do want to do that. Like I was thinking about that recently. I'm like, me and Megan were having a conversation about her job or whatever, and I was just like, she's like, you know, if I work till I'm sixty four or sixty five, I'm like, I don't want you to work till you're sixty five. That's ridiculous. What? Yeah. Why wouldn't you just do the best we can and enjoy life now, throughout, and enjoy it evenly? It's not like we're trying to bank for the last 15, 20 years to just have all yeah, our that, fun, all our fun then. But that makes good like workers in a society, though. Like that That's makes true. sense in a factory industrial time. We need everybody to have that mindset to get from where we were to where we got to. Like I can say right. I got that way. Yeah. But what is the what should it be like now? Because everybody's nobody likes to talk about it. Like it's one of these taboos. It's just nobody likes to talk about it, and nobody likes to take over their parents' money or not let them screw this up this way. Or you know, it's just a bunch of taboos around how people spend their money, and they're like, you know, how old people don't want to leave their house. Like, Bridget's mom would have never wanted to leave her house, but she had to because of the circumstances. But she never would have wanted to. But and how and so now we get to be involved in her money because we're forced to be, which is a, it, a burden of that you wouldn't want, but it's just confusing because it's like, nobody really like nobody talks about it. Right. So nobody knows what you're really supposed to do, but you're supposed to leave everybody alone about it. Right. And that's, that's just like, what should uh, uh, your oldness look like? What would be mo- a modern version of that? Not a that's lot. What, that's why think I think it. it's not uh, fun to think about. I think earlier generations had it better when they died at like 40 what in the hell am I still doing here? Am I really contributing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I did, I did a lot. I've done a lot. lot. I've done a lot. I've done a whole hell of a lot. And now I have to do more or, to to and Eiffel I fail Tower, at it. Though, and get a picture on a camel in Egypt. Still uh, before uh, the memories. <laughs> <laughs> I spent uh, money. It's funny that this is a conversation because I've been very irresponsible this week with my money. No, it, not no, Lester. not her. This week that doesn't sound about. right. That's nothing like you. Oh, no, it was a decade. Week it must be. Yeah. Whoa! What is happening at the Lunzer household for that to be the case? That's odd. It's fun. If you it's said fun. the exact opposite, I would be surprised. <laughs> if you said I've been really physically conservative, I mean, what the fuck's wrong with? Holy shit! <laughs> No, I, I've been really. <laughs> what did you do? I, I've done a lot. I've I bought a a pellet smoker yep. on Sunday. Okay. Then how much was I the think, pellet smoker? Now let me tell you, it was a deal. Uh, <laughs> I know what that now, means. Yeah. Now hold on. I've been the one I've been looking at, thinking about getting at Lowe's. You know, it's like eleven hundred bucks. Okay. But I wasn't even thinking about getting it soon. But then I was just on Facebook Marketplace and there was a guy selling the same one, almost brand new, for three sixty. I was like, well, oh, I just so gotta because he people just get rid of stuff. Yeah. And you can't the resale on that, you can't sell it for eight hundred dollars. Right. Somebody be like, Well, fuck that, I'll just buy a brand new one. Yeah, that's true. Right. So, that's well, that is a good deal. So it's hard they're hard to sell. Uh then that same day that I decided to do that. They had a Memorial Day selling those pizza ovens. So <laughs> it's twenty percent off. I gotta do it. Twenty percent off of what? Of How, what was the cost? So I paid two eighty plus the pizza peel plus the you know the stuff. Yeah. So probably so, three fifty all in there. Yeah. So you're at okay. uh, over seven hundred dollars. Yep. <laughs> 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 
My golf club got here today. Your golf clubs? <laughs> new golf clubs? A new set? Good new lord. Set. Now, they're one of these, they're kind of like, you know, y'all did a lot of those ads for direct-to-consumer type stuff. Sure. Where it's like a cool company. So they have that for golf clubs now. So it was only, you know, with the bag and head covers. Oh, the bag a, and head covers. Yeah. For a... Uh, is they call it their starter set, so it's nine okay. clubs. You know, okay, you don't yeah. have you're not getting yeah. crazy. So this, yeah. this shouldn't be too expensive. How much was it? Nine hundred. <laughs> Good God, more That's, than the pizza oven and the pellet grill combined. <laughs> you can get nine clubs. For $900. You get a full set of pings for nine hundred. No way. Probably not well, anymore. Probably, no, probably, but I, look it up though. What's a Callaway set even cost? I, I say them because they're expensive. Total. I, I mean, I, I got used Titleist years ago, you know, for three, four hundred bucks, but that was just, that wasn't the whole set. You know, that's just I've had it. bad luck finding used clubs on Facebook and stuff. There's yeah. Not a lot out there that's good. But then I also took Buddy to Arizona to go to the two Braves games. <laughs> oh my <laughs> Lord. They in a hotel in downtown Phoenix. Wow. Bought, that had to be a bought, pretty. The nice dugout seats for the second game where you got to access the home plate bar underneath and got to like walk by the dugout. I saw Ronald Acuna. I oh, said, I, could, I went, Acuna! <laughs> <laughs> how, much did that, how much did that trip set you back? That whole trip? Probably. Ooh. I mean, we're probably looking after food and, you know, eating in the airport a couple times and $14 drinks and four or yep. five hundred bucks oh yeah yeah i mean more, you have the probably flight more benefit. so yeah the you do have the flight benefit that's yeah, nice. that makes it a little less crazy but it sounds on paper it sounds even crazier that you also went to a couple of braves games out of town and got dugout seats <laughs> yeah like what like what do rich people do if you do that well, so that's what i was gonna say real quick i could not believe i don't know if y'all watched that tiktok i sent about Prince renting out Carlos Boozer's house. Did you see that? I didn't no, I didn't it. see it. Okay, well, okay, let me just, this is I funny. Saw, com- I watched it. Funny coming off Aaron's story. But, so it sounds like a lot. You know, Aaron did a lot. In our in our terms of finances, that's, you know, that's a pretty good week. A big but, week. So, Carlos Boozer said that he had a house in, I think, where was it? Uh, whichever, one of the later teams he played with. Um, and his realtor said, Hey man, you know, I forget. I think he heard tell that somebody tried to contact him about renting the house out while he was gone. Anyway, come to find out it was Prince. And so, uh, you know, Carlos Boozer was like, Oh yeah, yeah, no, whatever. And he said, Prince was going to pay him $95,000 a month for the house. 95,000 wow. a month. Good God. And you know, he was just like, you know, I'm going to be here for about a year. I need it for a year. So Boozer yeah. wasn't there or whatever. So he's like, yeah, of course you can have it for that. And so anyway, he said he he went to the house one time. He had to go or he tried to call Prince a bunch and he never answered or never, you know, whatever. So he got to the house. He went in. He, he, so he pulled up the house and he used to have these big lion statues outside the house. He said those were gone. <laughs> and it was like, it was like these new symbols. It was like, I guess the Prince symbol or something. He made, he made the statues, the Prince symbol. And then Boozer goes in the house and it was, everything was gone or changed. It was all purple and black. It was all Prince had like a nightclub in there. I mean, just, he said it was totally different. And he said he called him or something, finally got a hold of him. 
Pris like, don't worry, don't worry, don't don't worry. I'm gonna give you five hundred thousand dollars, and I'm and when you get, when I get out of the house, it will be exactly like it was, when I got in there. So he gave him ninety five thousand a month for a year, five hundred thousand dollars on top of that, and oh God changed the house <laughs> to his way and back. I'm like, how's that? I mean, what is that? He said I mean, when he got back money. everything. He said when he got back everything is exactly the way he left it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that's in the meantime, unreal. He turned it every changed everything about it. Man, he didn't yeah. need to do that. So I don't understand why. What is what's the purpose of that, and how much money does that cost? I, mean, I don't. I've been thinking about that a little bit lately too. Um, now it's really funny. I went on a little spending spree, Lunsford. Ooh, all I right. What that is. Uh, I can't wait. I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> Uh, well, first off, uh, CallawayGolf.com men's starter set, 16, 16 piece is $599. <laughs> you can even go down to a 14 piece for $499 or a 12 piece, which is still three clubs more than you for $399. Hold on. Those can't be good. That's probably, probably like it's their the starter set. But yeah. But, but I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it gets up. You can get up there to, uh, you know, $900,000 for, you know, a complete yeah. set. So, oh, hey, I was, I that's what I was quoting is 900 for a set of iron, yeah. not, not, not driver. Oh, okay. I got it all. Driver and everything. What's yeah, the brand? Bought, okay. Called Sticks. I've been getting their ad for a year, and I pulled the trigger. And wow. then, hey, I've left one thing out. I bought me Cassie Red Hot Chili Peppers tickets. Wow! <laughs> or those one hundred fifty bucks a piece or something. One hundred fifty a piece. Yeah. Wow. wow. Once you start buying, it's hard for you to stop. It is. I, I was just on a roll. I was doing good. Well, I bought today. I went on a spending spree, and I bought. First off, I'm going to the beach, and I'm trying to get dark as shit. And for one hour today, I was because I bought this self tanner. It's, uh, it's like the spray on tanner right i even had my kids i was I barely had my underwear i had my underwear cinched as tight as you know short as i could from my thighs up and my waist down and i had my kids even spray my back and my, my legs and all stuff and i was i was dark my dad when my dad tans he gets dark like real dark and i was like man i just wish for one i have never really had a tan like never I just never really yeah. cared to do it or thought about it or never really laid out. I always thought laying out in the sun was so boring or whatever. But I was like, I'm going to the beach. I really want to get uh, – so I've been, like, just burning. Like, I don't wear any SPF. And if I lay out for probably 15 or 20 minutes, I get very burnt. Like, people are like wow. – my family's like, whoa. But uh, so I bought – first off, spent money on that. That was $9 for that spray tanner, right? <laughs> then another $9 for arch, arch support inserts. That's Ooh. at Walmart. Now I'm at Costco just a little bit later, and you know what I see? A pressure washer. Ooh, and it, nice. And it's $375. Okay. But, but right beside that is a little bit smaller one for $169, and I bought that. I pulled the trigger, Lunsford, and I bought wow. that $169 one. <laughs> wow. So right there, I did that. That's big. Then, I, then I'm walking past. They got a sale on Harry's Razors. Normally, $24 on sale for like 20 so I pulled the trigger. I got that. And you'll like this one. Lunsford will like this one the most. They had a sale for $7 in real glasses, like a little bit bigger than like large shot, like tumbler, uh, shot glass tumbler type things. 
uh, tiramisu, and Ooh. everybody loved it. That's it was really good. I, I was really surprised it came. So uh, you're not the only one that spends oh, money left Toby, and right. Toby, I believe I know where that got started, though. You got to rolling on 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 that those big pulling the trigger. But uh, I believe you got started at Chili's a couple of days before <laughs> eating the ribeye. Oh, that ribeye. I've never seen Toby roll up to a Chili's and a ribeye steak. It's so good. That in itself was out of the character. I think that kicked off the moment. And he upgraded our hotel. He upgraded our hotel to an embassy suite. He he let us get an embassy suite. He didn't want to, but he did it. No, he didn't want to, but he did it. No, I did not want to. (laughs) Very nice. And then you know what made me really mad is they that embassy suites for whatever reason ended breakfast at nine nine a.m. Uh, eight thirty-eight. These two fools are snoring. Sounds. I was like, I had to wake we them up. Ate, I was like, though, you we have to up. eat the breakfast. I was. You don't eat the embassy, embassy suites. Breakfast is bar none. The best. Like not only for a hotel, it's the best. Was that? Hey, wait. <laughs> was that the night after we saw Maverick? Was that the night after we saw Maverick? Yeah. Yep. No. 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 We stayed. Oh. We went. We saw Maverick and then went to Embassy Suites. Same right. night. Same night. Yeah. So we got in pretty late. It was like one or something. But man, Aaron, did we tell you about that experience? Maverick? I, I can't wait, but I haven't did seen we, it yet. Did we tell you about the experience we had? No. No. So we decided to go see it after the first acoustic show. And we were all excited because it was just, you know, yeah. we were excited about the movie. And of course, we had a little weed after the show. So we, no, we're getting there. So we get to the theater. <laughs> no, wait. Where did we go on the way there? To get some, did we get a little bit of protein? We get a little. Protein? We tried to get protein. We ate food at. Oh, that's right. At the so they okay. Theater. So usually we go through a drive-through, get a little protein. You know, a little nugget. Or Devin and I would go to a spicy, windy, spicy nuggets and a fry, like a small amount. Then you still Ooh. got room for the popcorn and the candy. We didn't you know eat candy yeah. though because we we're eating healthy. Now, this experience, just mind you, since we're building out the whole experience, comes on the heels of playing a whole show. Yes, a whole sold-out show. Yeah. Where you perform, you get there, you, you know, sell the posters, you shake hands, you meet everybody that's going to yeah. stay, and you set the night so early that you can still get out, make it to a Wendy's drive through and then find a nice theater of your choosing to yeah. get into a 10 o'clock show and movie that. you've been really wanting to see. Yes. Our Songs so, and Stories tours are just phenomenal. For the fans, <laughs> for us, everybody gets – it's comfortable. They get to, Yeah, it's just amazing. But So we were so excited about it. I went on the – we I got tickets ahead of time, you know. Yeah. And so, um, but I was like, oh, they got D box. Yeah, I'd never even heard. Have you ever been on? I've never even been to the one. I knew what they were, but it's like yeah. the seats move, you know. Ooh. And vibrating. So and stuff. you know. Oh, like, for the movie, like they yeah. interact yeah, it's like with goes the with the movie. So you know, we were like, okay, we'll give it a shot. It'd be fun for Top Gun. So anyway, and then I I pre ordered the snacks, so the snacks were ready. Yeah. <laughs> and all that stuff, and then. So we got there and we had to order, we got some extra food, whatever, but we got there and then the, we get in the seats and so we're, nothing's happening, you know, previews. And then the movie comes on and the first scene is just intense. I mean, it's just so, yeah, I don't want to yeah. give it away cause it's yeah. that good, but my mouth was open. <laughs> we, so all of a sudden, you know, you find, kind of feel just a little vibration in the seat. You're like, Oh, yeah. whoa, there we go. Okay. And then all of a sudden things start happening with the, you know, the beginning scene and I swear, I, me and Matt are like, oh, my God, this is so awesome. We look over at Toby's mouth just wide. <laughs> like, 
I mean, <laughs> he's, he's just like, like a kid. At, I couldn't uh, believe it. The seat thing, though, like it starts, it goes, and, and the whole movie is fighter jet planes, you know? <laughs> And and so it's perfect for that. Like it moves yeah. left and right, and it's just, you know all the it's just so awesome. And it's and it and it's I not too it. much. Like it's not like it makes you sick yeah. or something. It's just like you know it really accentuates the movements and stuff. So it was just it was just a blast. Like it was the movie was so great, and it was just the, such a cool vibe to it. And then that whole experience, man, it was awesome. It was yeah, just awesome. it was just, the movie was just it. It was really fun. Like it really knew what it was, and it it paid homage to the '80s. And it was just kind of like we're just gonna be kind of tough, and it's just kind of badass, and this is what it is. Yeah, you know what I mean. It and it it was just so good. And Tom Cruise, I mean, he is he the top? Is he the pinnacle of all actors? Maybe even ever. Because and, and I, that sounds that, that sounds absurd maybe to some people, but I'm telling you, if you, he's the Tom if, Brady of it. If you take oh, the yeah, whole right? picture, no one cares more about. It. At the beginning, we're sitting there, we're all high as shit. Tom Cruise, <laughs> Tom Cruise comes on the screen and goes, "We just want to tell you that this movie we worked so hard for it. We wanted, and we're so happy you're here at the theater because this is for you." And I, I, like, I almost started crying before the movie fucking started. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, he means it. He yeah, works. Right. He will do anything. Like, I mean, it, there's nothing. He, I mean, he'll fly any plane, do anything for this movie. Yeah. You know, because he believes so strongly. And he looks amazing. He looks so great. And he and he really did play the Maverick character. Well, like, he's kind of always smiling. And, you know, it's like the bravado. But, like, oh, my God. You know, the uh, you know the you he had to buy a whole round of beers at a bar or something. He's like, ah. And it's, I mean, it's just, he went back to that character. He really did. It's crazy. But I mean, who is better? I mean, I know that there's actors that you, you know, in a scene or something that could be better yeah. than Tom Cruise, you know, but, or a movie or something like that. But as far as the whole picture, I think he's the, the ultimate actor of all time. Like a movie he star, says to be the Tom like, Brady of it though, yeah. because he's like the chance he's achieved the most. You can achieve. He's able to achieve like the most with some kind of belief and mental toughness to take it to the next level, like of achievement yeah. of what you could push yourself to or be serious about something. So he achieves more than anybody else could achieve. And I, somehow. I think he's probably given more to Hollywood than yeah. anybody, right? Like right. he, like he's he given, his whole given everything, yes, to it. It's every. I mean, every hobby is yeah. because of a movie role. I mean, everything he does is because of a movie role. It's just crazy. It, it was exactly like that line from that preview of the new Elvis movie, and Tom Hanks says it. You know, oh, yeah. but he, he says uh, at that moment, uh, the man Elvis died so that the God Elvis could be born. And yeah. it, it, you know, I was like, yeah. whoa! And that's exactly what happened to Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is not. A normal person, he is better than all of us because he will go farther than. I mean, he's the, he's if he was an astronaut, he would have explored more of the universe than anybody else. He would go far in any industry. Somebody like that would go farther than anybody can. I mean, he just would. It's unbelievable. I'm telling you, the commercial he did at the beginning, I was crying, and I just yeah. couldn't believe it. I mean, it's it like That's in incredible. all this movie, and he is a good actor. He is oh, good at it. He he does, and he. He could do even more acting type stuff, right? Yeah, he does the big stuff because he likes to entertain. Right, like Magnolia. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Magnolia. He's capable of, or uh, Tropic Thunder. He is really capable of 
yeah. being as yes. good as anybody else. He just chooses these projects that are God. kind of vehicles they, for they showed, you know they showed entertainment, of, but they show previews of Mission Impossible. It looks phenomenal. It's gonna be it, awesome. and it's two it's parts. Two part, yeah, yeah. two parts. Mission I mean, Impossible. I I during pandemic, I remember for some reason I'd already seen them all anyway, but I probably watched all of them ten times throughout. COVID. They're so just good. Like, because they're on Netflix for like they're a so year good. or something like that, and they're just. And the last one they did was by far the best one. The Fallout. Had yeah. A, oh, it's um, so good. That was awesome. That had a Superman guy. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I, I tell you what, as a bad guy, Philip Seymour Hoffman, that one. Oh he was my god. So good as a bad guy. Who well, that was, was the big shift in the Mission Impossible. That's when the movies got really good. Yeah. Because MI MI two was not that good. Yeah. The first right. one was cool, like avant-garde yeah. European uh, uh Brian DePaul. Two the one with them spinning around the motorcycle. Yeah, it was John <laughs> Woo. It was kind of yeah. kind of cheesy. But three, it was like, no, all right. That's when Tom and Christopher McQuarrie, his like director, writer guy, took over. Okay. They're like, no, okay. we're we're gonna right. push this into something else. Well, wasn't Mission Impossible like one? I was telling somebody this. Um, wasn't that one of the first ones of kind of that genre? They kind of created a new genre, sort of, right? It's like, like it's like a. It has a it has a feel to it that is very type very of action movie. Specific. You mean like a yeah. style? Like, like the born, the born, the born, yeah, born, the born, the born movies came out. Maybe after even that. the Fast and Furious in a way, like yeah, the, I mean, the, it was some of the angles. Serious? No, it was like, like more realistic. Yeah, uh, not like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah, it's like a realist, the most realistic action type movie yeah. you could be. Yeah. It's probably called hyper realism. Yeah, or something. I feel yeah. like that was one of the, maybe the first one that kind of did that or something. But anyway, it was yeah. an early yeah. one at least. Yeah, I, think, I, I mean, it probably. Probably influenced the new Bond, the Daniel Craig yeah, Bond, which was yeah. a lot more. Yes, more with Daniel Jason Bourne. Yes, because yeah. the once the what's his last name Daniel Craig, Daniel Craig. When he started, it had that same vibe to it, so they yeah. kind of shifted the style a little bit. So, anyway. but those haptic seats, I thought were really something like a weird te- because I was thinking it was going to be hokey, but I mm-hmm. and I can't figure this out still because I've never even heard of it. it can't be that common in theaters it can't be that practical there can't be that many of them and who is doing the programming of all of it because it was so detailed like it wasn't like i thought it was going to be like attached to the sound it vibrates when the sound vibrates like in some hokey way um but it was like really in tune with the movie like somebody it's like similar to writing the score to the movie mm-hmm. it was like it's yeah. part yeah. of the audio space to me like it's haptic like it's like, you know, when you're in a real club and you feel the bass push on your chest and it vibrating, like that's what music does to you. It's the same. It's the same thing. Just like that, the butt thumper, it, you know, the butt right, thumper right. in the, um, if people know this, where in ear monitors, your drum throne that you sit on has a vibrator on it. Where it Hell just, yeah. When you brought to you the, by Mary Supply. You, that's <laughs> what I was yeah. going to say. Yeah. Yeah, that's if you get a you should have a butt the butt thumper it should be a marriage supply product instead of your th- jump throne it should be an actual butt plug you put in this hat yeah. feels like the kick drum but anyway it's like the kick drum stomping you know you got AirPods why wouldn't you have a butt that would be pod, so you know, uncomfortable wouldn't it of a butt I think it might feel really you might, is, might it, like is it like it. is it like pumping like the bass drum is that what you're saying well you know what the it's like throbbing you know the inside of me. It's throbbing, exactly. Like, you could have the click track in your butt throbbing, and you wouldn't miss it. Think about that. 
a bu- yeah, probably, okay, please yeah. make a click track butt plug please <laughs> How terrible would that be? Please do that. You you, you turn around, your drummer's just shooting a load. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, damn it. I knew we shouldn't have bought that butt thumper. (laughs) But it's called a butt thumper. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's not, I'm not making that up. It's called a butt thumper. Yeah. Yeah. Back on your butt on the bottom of your drum thumb. Yeah. But if you're looking at any technologies as they improve, I'm telling you, marriage supply, butt plug, click track metronome haptic feedback system come I, on i, I mean ultimate if, ears what about a clit track what track a clit track why don't we have get a clit track it's it's even smaller yeah, than the plug you can't leave you can't leave the female drummer it's like out. micro the technology's not there yet for that but yeah that'd be <laughs> just a <laughs> tiny <laughs> micro <laughs> It might be onto something. I bet people already have that and do that. I mean, I know those seats. There's definitely like seats that exist with like dildos and vibrators on them. You sit down on it, or you and know, South or by Southwest, machine or whatever. Some drum up there getting a boner. Oh, somehow. <laughs> no. Anyway. The programming in the seats is an art form, is what I'm saying. Like, who approves that? Did Tom Cruise feel, want to say, like, I imagine if it was done poorly and he sat in one of those things, he'd be pissed off. Like, I, yeah. you motherfucker, why would you make it vibrate like that or go left and so, you know, there's an art form to it. Like, it, how somebody had to, like, program every movement of that seat. I wouldn't like be surprised if show. he tried it out first. No, he invented it. <laughs> <laughs> What if, you, what, if, what if you saw Tom Cruise? You're like, oh man, I saw the movie. It's amazing. We actually got to see it in D box. He goes, I invented that. <laughs> that was me. That's crazy. It's like I, James uh, Cameron inventing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that. I'm wondering too. With 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 COVID, it seems as if everybody is becoming, you know, uh, more and more entrepreneurial and doing their own thing. Don't you think movies are going to be that? I mean, it's even more and more like the. No matter what, you're seeing a ton of comics put their stuff out for free on YouTube because it yep. means they can tour more and it's it's way better than um you know them getting paid up front from Netflix or something like that or HBO or Showmax or Cinemax whatever um and so they're putting it out for free and I think it's helping them tour it so it's more of a long game and and they can say and do whatever they want they won't get censored at all. Yeah, I mean it makes sense like. You know, Netflix had a bad quarter and all that or whatever, right. you know, like those, those, it, I mean, if people figure out how to self-produce, that's like, obviously the trend. It's not, that's not, what I'm saying. Don't, don't, don't you think you're going to see a bunch of $500,000 movies that you will watch or something? You know what I mean? Or maybe yeah, they work. They, they, for, they, I don't know. It's hard to make maybe a million, cheap. but, but I mean, think what, yeah. I mean, movies now are at least $50,000, million to make probably at the bare minimum, I bet. Oh, so you, so the problem a- with movies is the problem is you have to get to get a big movie. It has to be so big that it's big yeah. that everybody knows about it, that we'll all talk about Mission Impossible and we all know what we're all talking about. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like to make a movie that everybody will universally be able to talk about is still the hardest thing to do. Because, you know, when we were little, there'd be a few movies and everybody could talk, discuss them all. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah. within reach. Because there's not that much other stuff. So now 
you can make unbelievably powerful movies that speak to a certain community for $50,000 or $300,000. But the only way to get a movie so big is for it to be the biggest, best ever and have every celebrity and the best, everything all the, like enough to get enough story so that you can talk about it. And even then you got to put it in a trilogy or a right. Marvel universe or, a, you know, mm -hmm. an infinite, Like you have to keep building more and more meaning so that everybody can connect to it. So it right. doesn't matter how good of a movie you can make because you can't compete with all of our co-investment in the Marvel IP universe. Like we are, we're already all in it. Right. So we can all talk about stuff the new Loki series. We can all discuss that. But if you made something just as good as that, that, you know, it would be obscure. Mm -hmm. But I mean, think about like, uh, uh, Blair witch project. I mean, that movie fucked me up for a little while. Cause at the time I thought it was real. You know, I, mean, I thought it was real found footage. And so when I saw it, I was really, I, I'm, and I promise you, it was the craziest experience at the end of a movie. Cause it was dead silence. Did I see that with y'all? Do y'all remember exactly. seeing it? We we never saw it. I, I remember watching it and it was dead silent and everybody just quietly left. Because the end is just him standing in the corner and go, whoa, huh, and the camera drops. And yeah. that's uh, spoiler alert, sorry. But and it's just and then everybody just <laughs> 20, 20 years later. Yeah. I mean, and that was that. So yeah. I, I mean, yeah. won't won't there be just like I mean, they're already people already are used to like the like with the office, the way the camera's sh is shot, you know, and, and the I think that you're just going to see more and more and more of it. And I think, I think there's, yeah. There's, yeah, go ahead, Devin. Sorry, I was going to say, I think you're right. I think, but I think it has to be like a cult classic type thing to where yeah. it ha is just so good or so interesting for some reason that it catches right. on and then it's word of mouth and then it just grows from there. But they have to, yeah, they definitely have to work harder to make something like, like that happen. It's not you know? true to say if you made a great movie that necessarily anybody would ever find out about. Right. Like you can make a great movie, yeah. and it used to be you couldn't get a good movie made. We got to pay a guy. We got to get a script. We're looking for ideas right. for Hollywood, you know. And now it's like great movies get made that you can't, you know, nobody's going to notice. That's yeah. the problem, I guess. Yeah, there's just too much. I mean, there's too much. I was thinking about it the other day. Like, I remember staying up till at till ten on a weeknight because I wanted to watch Arsenio Hall. Cause I thought he was so cool, so awesome, and all the guests were great. You know, it was, it was, it felt so different than what I thought. You know, Johnny Carson and all that stuff was, and but there was like no competition. The other channels, uh, half the time, uh, or, or a few of them, uh, I don't even remember how many I had four, four channels yeah, four. maybe or something like that. But you know, a lot of them went to the nighttime commercials by the time he was on. You know what I mean? Like the thirty-minute prepaid commercials that yeah. just you know they just roll it and I, I mean now that you there's no, there's no time you won't be bombarded with entertainment you know what i mean like right. there oh, yeah. there's so there's no way you can care like i'm watching that uh i wanted to watch the new uh uh doctor strange and uh they say you got to watch wandavision on, on disney plus before you watch doctor to strange. know it no sure. not to know it but there's just a few parts that well if you know WandaVision, you'll understand some stuff, I guess. And Doctor, that's just what I heard. So I started watching well, WandaVision. WandaVision's good. It's no, worth it, it. it's yeah, I like good. It but, no, I know, but that's it is, the problem with Marvel, good. though. It's too much. You yeah, it's all right, good. right. There's a lot of stuff. But I'm saying I'm just trying to get through WandaVision to get to the thing I wanted to watch. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, I, and it is really good. If if it was only WandaVision and then you know three other channels, WandaVision would be the greatest show of my life. 
I mean, it yeah. would be for sure. Right. Right. If there was only three yeah. other channels and, you know, uh, there was some CSI show, you know, and then right. uh, a cooking show and WandaVision, I would lose my fucking mind on WandaVision. <laughs> it would, there would be nothing that could be better than That's that. That's true. But because it's just a thing, like you were saying, Matt, it's good. It's good. But it, can anything yeah. even be great? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So if it, maybe if you get out of that whole world, maybe you could make something raw and real. It had to yeah. be almost like yeah. Uh, yeah. it had to be almost Blair like Nirvana, Nirvana coming right. in. You know what yeah. I mean? Like Nirvana destroyed hair similar. metal. Yeah. But that's yeah. why you said Blair Witch. It's the same moment, right? Of like, wait, it broke the category. The containers broke. Like, we're yeah. optimizing. We can Chris Nolan everything. I mean, right. we can. Like eventually, everybody can make an action movie like a Jason Statham or something, right? Because you can just—I mean, you know what I mean? You can make it with your iPhone and make your face and body turn into his. You make your own movie right now. Yeah, you better do so. You, you know, it had to be something that breaks the ca- container. Probably, you're right. The next movement to look for in movies has got to be maybe something super raw or real or some other breakthrough you're not expecting. But hear me out. Faces of death, the redux. (laughs) Y'all remember Faces of Death? Boy, those get me. Remember that in Rotten.com? Boy, those are that's right up my alley. uh, Medicalpedia on Instagram. I it just that stuff gets me. But that that Faces of Death is the first one where I was like, Mm because it got because some of it is re you know reenactments. They don't tell you that really. I think they say that somewhere. You know, now I know it is. But I can remember like a, I don't know if it was real or not, but like a tank rolling over a guy's head and his brain shot out and slid across the street. Wow. And, and, <laughs> I, I mean, and then there was the one where they walked in the junkyard and a car had fallen and chopped a person's leg off. And I, and I was like, this is so insane. They're alive. And, or they're, they're, this is how they yeah, died. Yeah, you couldn't never, tell if I mean, it was real yeah. or not. Uh, exactly. That was definitely part of that art form. Yeah. That's how, like it was definitely what, hard I, to tell. And some of I remember the first time we heard about MMA. Like we thought oh, it yeah. was like a fight to the death. That was like the rumor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like real, real fighting, and you just fight. And yeah, so bare knuckles. They, if if yeah. they die, they die. no rules. Yeah, no, but, yeah. But like it's so yeah. mainstream now. But I remember late nineties people talking about trying to get the VHS of an MMA fight. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I went to a bare knuckles. No, it was. I think it, no, it wasn't bare knuckle brawl. But y'all remember they used to have them. Uh, I went to. I think it was. Uh, what's the name of the big? Big venue in Greenville. Oh, it used to be the Greenville Memorial Auditorium. Memorial Auditorium. Yeah. Tough, toughest man competition. Right? Yeah, the tough, tough man competition. Now, this is crazy. I went there, I think, with my dad. My dad got tickets somehow. So it's me, dad, and my brother, right? And we're watching all these people just fight. And it's just locals that they get to come up, you know, and they just put gloves on them and they fight each other. And it's pretty intense. It's wild swinging and crazy and stuff like that. But they had the ring girls walk around right <clears throat> and i was like oh my god and all three us morales you know dudes just watching these ring girls and i was like the first one i was like oh man she's really hot it's crazy is, is that lady live here next one i was like, really hot really hot it's so crazy the next one was uh she went to high school with me <laughs> we were in classes <laughs> together and i saw her in a bikini and i was like oh my god God, it was like I saw something I sh- somehow by accident that I shouldn't have. Because I mean, I, we easily could have been at a pool together. She'd been in a bikini, but I mean, she was one. Of, and I mean, I guess she was eighteen. 
They, back then, they might have just paid her. She might have lied and got. She probably paid. wasn't eighteen. You know, she might have been seventeen. You know, I mean, I don't remember. You were a senior in high school. I don't know if I was a senior. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I almost think I was eleventh or tenth or eleventh grade. I know, and she she got to work. She, but I mean, she walked around in all of Greenville. She got the gig, and I just thought she was a pretty girl in school. I thought, I mean, she's definitely pretty. But then I went, oh my god, she's like the best. <laughs> girl in school i mean just it was insane and i never talked to her about it i'd have been way too embarrassed there's no way i could ever say hey, i saw i i don't know if she'd have been embarrassed maybe i don't think she would even cared but that was just so wild that yeah i was seeing these ring girls in person you know i'd seen some in on boxing matches where but in person i was like oh yeah oh my gosh look at these ladies i was thinking all these adult ladies walking around in bikinis and so calm and then Somebody I was in English with. <laughs> I do remember them having that over there. I, I never went. But did y'all ever see that movie? What was it called? Tough Man? I think it was, uh, oh, shoot. What's his name? Uh, Dennis. I'm not thinking of actors' names right now. Um, Tough sorry. Man? Yeah, it was just an old yeah. movie. You should you should look it up and watch it sometime. But it, it's, a, it's a, a known actor. I'm just... I'm spacing on his last name. Dennis Quaid, Dennis Hopper. Yeah, Quaid, right? Quaid. Yeah. I think it's Quaid. Yeah, so anyway, there's an old movie. I think it's called Tough Tough Guy. Is it Tough Guy? Tough Guys or Tough Enough with Dennis Quaid. Tough Enough. Sorry. Sorry, Tough Enough. Yeah. Have y'all seen that one? No. That sounds familiar, though. It's good. Dennis Quaid's a good looking dude, man. He is. I remember my dad just love that movie. Yeah. He's not good. He you don't think he's a great? You don't like you don't Dennis Quaid? Good What's wrong with yes, you? he's great. I mean, he he looks like a serious man, but I don't think he's a good actor. He just looks like a serious man, and that's good enough. Is Matt right about serious? Have you ever seen Inner Space? He's, he's serious, and he's a man, and that ought to carry the scene. No, right? <laughs> don't you think? Great. Okay, no, let me great in the let rookie. me oh, man. let me think about this in let a real way. Let me think about this. Is my enjoyment for dennis quaid nostalgic it's only completely shallow inner space is a great movie inner space is he, a good movie that movie is good that movie's pretty good but the still. rookie i love the rookie he, i think it's great yep frequency what what about the best one enemy mine you remember him and just the uh uh what was the uh actors uh lewis gossett jr was an alien and they're trapped on a planet. Y'all don't remember that? That movie's great. It's just two people on this planet. Wait, which one's it? What's it called? Enemy Mine. It was 1985. I do remember that. Yeah. His ben- best movie's Day After Tomorrow. That's good. No. That's good. That movie's cool. Fly to the Phoenix like is it. good. What about He's in the Alamo. About? He played Davy Crockett or some shit in the Alamo. Yeah, yeah. you're right. He's done a lot. He's been in a shitload of movies. But you, now movie. that I'm looking he's at his good. movies, you're right. There's not one where I was like, oh, my God. Why do we like him so much? What am I, he what am I, tied, what am I tied to? He, uh, like you know, it's just because it's uh, the super. He just happens to genetically be an uh, archetype, whatever. You like him the same reason you like big boobs. <laughs> just, it says I like big boobs, Matt. You know what Tarantino, I'm saying? It's just, I like all can, boobs. It's obvious. Tarantino considered him, I think, for Vincent Vega in Pulp Fiction. Oh, really? Or, or yeah. some part. There was some part Tarantino considered him for. But that's what I'm saying. It's funny. Like, if Tarantino puts you in his movie, it makes you a certain type of actor. And yeah. so yeah. if Dennis Quaid was just in a Tarantino movie, you might think different of him. Yeah, I probably weird. would. 
I mean, I want to, I would like to see somebody like that do something interesting would be my point. Just like Jim Carrey or Tom, like you said, Tom Cruise would do something like Magnolia. What can Dennis yeah. Quaid do? Well, watch Tough Enough. Maybe you'll change your mind. It's not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's crazy, too, when I think back to that time, think about how much just action movies were just everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, we just watched Top Gun. Top Gun was like, uh, one, you know, an action movie. It really was even then. But then you got like Van Damme, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Rambo. I mean, all the, I mean, uh, what's the uh, one? Um, Total the, Recall. The bar. Uh, Roadhouse. 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 I mean, I, I, I will still watch. That's one of my all-time favorite movies, by the way. I mean, it's that great. really is because I I watch I, I rank mine on movies I can watch over and over. If if Roadhouse is ever on, I watch it no matter what. I love it. It is so good. You know what I think might be one of my favorite movies, which I didn't think about this before as much, but I don't know why. But I think Point Break might be really, really high, really high for me. Well, it's Catherine like Bigelow really is movie. a very good filmmaker the director of that oh, movie man. she did her her locker too and um yeah what else did she do she's I mean, really good such a good movie gosh that's yeah. i think that one is good because if you think back to point break it's like you probably now being older if you then go back and look at the the, the just the character and like what they were about like yeah. the political commentary and the, mm-hmm. the way he looked at life it probably makes more sense when you first saw it, it was just just action Right. But you know yeah. what I mean? Like the like the points of view, like representative of society and how everything really works and who's really the good guy, who's really the bad guy. It that holds up now that you're older and have a, if you go back and look at all the dynamics, yeah. they're all pretty good. Yeah. You know you know who is okay, as far as all time action star, you think it might have to be like Schwarzenegger or something like that? Because I was just thinking, you know who's phenomenal action star? Mel Gibson. Everybody hates him. I know he said a bunch of shit, but I mean, some of his movies are some of the best action oh, movies. I mean, great. what is Braveheart an action film or is it more dr- it's drama? Some epic drama. I mean, it's pretty, drama, but it's but, got I mean, a lot of action. There's a lot of fighting and stuff yeah. like that. But it's yeah, not it's like a pretty a, big. It's not like a cop movie, right? But then like Lethal Weapons, yeah, that's comedy big. action, I guess. Yeah. But, but I mean, great. Yeah, I mean, Mad Max. I mean, that's where you got to Yeah. His oh, it's start. just it's totally awesome. Mad Max Apocalypto. Awesome. It, I oh, mean, he's done two. Yeah. He's done Passion of the Christ and Apocalypto. And to me, yeah. those are both category smashers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And those are from his mind. So that's what I judge him on is he's right. got, he's brought new stuff to the world. Like he's a crazy little Driscoll like macho. <laughs> yeah. High, yeah. Char- high charisma, you know. Driscoll yeah. identifies like with the William Wallace thing or whatever, but it's like, oh, totally. it's like that, but they're able to break a category open. Something, right. well, you know, the Apocalypse though, is just so freaking fun. It's like, that's a whole next level experience. That was a movie. It's Apocalypse. It's just, that's, yeah, adrenal. that's one of my favorite movies too. Braveheart did that too. It was like a new era of epics after yeah. that, where it right. was, oh, yeah, you showed are. super realistic, you know, people getting wounded, heads right. cut off, like all that type of stuff. Yeah, it was. Uh, how it, stupid is the Patriot, though? <laughs> oh, yeah, but I, it's so fun, though. I watched it. This, <laughs> it is fun to watch. In the last year, I've watched it, and it is very fun. Yeah, highly entertaining. But it's just it's Jerry Bruckheimer. That's why it's done. Oh, yeah, it. That's just what it is. So, what's your but that um what's that your, English actor who plays the bad guy? He is 
In what? Oh, the oh, in, oh yeah, in the Patriot. Yeah. The Patriot. Yeah, yeah. That's a good bad guy. What's your when you when you think nostalgia and you think action movie from your childhood? What's the movie that comes up? Like if you tell me that right off the top, it, I, I'm just saying what comes straight to your head because that means something to me. It is the Terminator. The first term, the first be. Terminator. Now Terminator Two is a better movie. Like Terminator Two's. Yeah. I mean, I guess Terminator Two might be the greatest sequel of all time to me because it yeah. it went to a level. But the yeah, first Terminator was so scary and so darker. Powerful. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, it's just it, it just seems so everything that it does, and there's no. Like, uh, Schwarzenegger is just evil in that. You know what I mean? Like, he's just bad. You know, I know that, you know, they, he, he kills the guys and gets their clothes at the beginning or whatever, he walks in naked. But other than that, I mean, he's just, you can't stop him. That pops in my head. What pops in y'all's head? Probably Action. Terminator. Rambo. I probably think head. Rambo. I was going to say Rambo. Rambo. Yeah. I mean, that's a big one. My dad loved that one, so we watched that a lot. Yeah, Predator and Commando. Predator. Predator. Same mate. feelings. Predator's so scary. Like it's like you can't get out of this the woods. I know it's the jungle, but you know what I mean. You're in the woods. You can't get out, no matter where you go. In this it. thing, you never seen it. Listen to that. I've never seen Predator, and I've never seen Alien. I've seen it on, but I've never seen. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> Why? You just never I think, cared? Uh, Are you scared? Well, no, I think for whatever reason. Yeah, I didn't watch a lot of like scary movies, but I mean, I'm I'm younger than y'all, so it did. I was probably kind of young when it came out. Whereas like yeah. Top Gun, I watched Top Gun a hundred million times, but it was like an easier watch for a kid. Yeah. Because yeah. it's airplane, airplanes and stuff like that. So yeah, I don't yeah, know. I never watched that. If you're younger than us, you miss Predator being a release. Yeah. 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 Obviously. So, cause it was uh, just a rated R serious movie at the time. And that, and it became like, you know, Predator's like more ubiquitous, like alien, right. same thing, but I don't like the crossover of those worlds, but. One yeah. other movie that got me, and man, did I love it, and it scared me bad, but not like horror scary, was Red Dawn. Red oh, Dawn? Yeah. My gosh, that one really got me. Like, because I was like, oh, we're going to be invaded by Russia. Or, or you know, th that's what I, I mean. It just seemed all too real. And I thought, what? I mean, I really did start thinking. That's probably the first time where I was like, I got to think of a plan to, you know, where do I go if yeah. shit hits the fan? Because now I've thought about that many times since then but that was the first time <laughs> in my life started thinking that was the that. first time where <laughs> i was like funny. okay shit starts coming out of the sky i gotta get out to the woods or will i have a family or not do I, you know how do i get in contact because back then too you didn't have cell phones or internet right so what how would you you know what i mean like how would you abandon that's so crazy like isn't i mean that it, the probably the function of stories like isn't that what isn't that what this is all about like isn't that why we do stories and we love them and stuff? It's like, it makes you prepare. Like, when is it right to expose a kid to something that's going to make him do that? Isn't that a good question? Yeah, maybe so. Because you, you do still do that every day about talking about all this kind of nonsense. Going in the oh. woods or off the grid. Like, yeah. it started when you were exposed to that concept of that fear at that time through that story. Right. And maybe it's kept you alive or good, depending on the environment that you're in. It yeah. might still pay off yet. That's true. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's not clear whether it's good or bad, but the, I mean, that's must be what the story, like watching movies and stories about is like, how will I handle? Yeah. Like, that's probably part of the, the reason why you get so engaged with it. It's like, you feel like, okay, I'll be ready for when I'm in that fighter jet. 
Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, all right, but that is a very – that's that very 80s thing. They always had teenagers having to be in crazy situations. Right. Like yeah. Iron, yeah. Saving Iron the world. Eagle. Yeah. Iron Eagle. Because it's engaging for teenagers to watch. Yeah. Uh, Space Camp uh, yep. was one where they actually watched in space. Space. Yeah. And Space Camp. <laughs> Somehow the rocket went off. Right. And then, there they go. How about in that I same mean, line was Goonies, which I exactly. love. Yeah, Goonies. You know, yeah, young that, people that finding the like, treasure. Yeah, it's like, wait a minute. What if you had to act like, like what if bad stuff happens to kids? Like it can or something. Like you yeah. can, you have to figure it out yourself. Yeah. You have to do it on your own and, and find yeah. treasure. Toy soldiers. <laughs> remember that one? It was like yeah. terrorists invaded a prep school. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fight. That was a good they, one. They had to fight the terror. It was always shit like that in the 80s. Like just. Yeah. The craziest shit happening to kids, and then yeah. <laughs> what about uh, uh, another Mel Gibson when y'all didn't give me back my son ransom ransom, ransom. ransom. Yeah. Yeah. that one was unbelievable. That was do, yeah. do you remember when they say give us the money? Da, 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 and Mel Gibson goes, oh, "You're not getting anything." And he hangs up and he just starts yeah. walking, freaking out. Like the way he's right. acting is unbelievable. Yeah, that acting Renee is Russo so is awesome. freaking out. She's like, "Why did you man. do that? Why did yeah. you do that?" You know, and he just made a calculated guess of what would happen, and he was yeah. right. But the way he's walking yeah. around is oh, he's, yeah, he's trying, awesome. Like yeah. he's just trying to realize I might have just killed my kids. But also, I had yeah. to do it because they were dead if I didn't, or so, you know, like. Yeah. And he's just the way he's so frantic, and she's screaming. I was like, "Man, what a awesome scene!" It's great, and Gary Sinise in that movie. Oh, so good. It's oh good yeah. One. And then one last, <laughs> one last <laughs> one. The Die Don't apologize. The oh, Die Hearts. Yeah, those are big. I, yeah, those are like. I mean, those are like quintessential. Yeah. That's movies. definitive eighties I mean, action. Yeah. Sure. Yes. I mean, 100%. And, I mean, now, I mean, I feel so bad, Bruce Willis. Like, I watched him in the TV show Moonlighting, which I can't find anywhere. But that show was so good. He's such a fun actor. His movies have been so fun. But, I mean, he's got a lot of good ones. Is it, he he basically has some kind of form of like Alzheimer's or something, right? Where he can't even hardly speak anymore, I think. Yeah. And he's just kind of, I mean, I guess eventually you'll just hear Bruce Willis died, and that'll be that. I keep, good God, we're getting old, man. These movies that were, you know, we thought were, you know, the greatest thing, greatest technology ever are now old and stupid. But Tom Cruise is still making Mission Impossible. (laughs) (laughs) He was back then. What are you talking about? We're getting old. He's not. I saw. Yeah. No, I was going to say, I saw, they were showing, I saw a thing on TikTok of him doing a stunt and I was thinking. I mean, I think it was Fallout. So he was probably, what, 55, 50, I don't know, yeah. early 50s, mid 50s. And they just show this 55 year old man. And I was just thinking of me. I'm 43. I was like, how freaking hard would that be? He jumps and grabs a rope of the helicopter. It takes off and he climbs the rope yep. all the way to the top and holds on to the bottom and pulls himself into the helicopter at like 55 years old. Right. <laughs> like, how's that possible? Unreal. I sent y'all a video of my new pizza oven and I stood up and had to grind. I know. You sit, <laughs> I, 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 Monster says, look at my new pizza oven. You you film it and you, you know, you're know you filming it at eye level and I just say, oh, that's a pizza oven. Then I just hear you. You see the camera rise as you try to stand up and you just go, ugh. <laughs> like I'm to 39. stand up. I'm not even 40. 
to stand up, you have to grunt. You have to make a noise to stand up. Um, hey, y'all, we're talking about Top Gun, and uh, I got a good article here. So y'all want to do a little bit of damn news? Let's do damn news in, yep. a, in a minute. I want to do damn news, and I got asking you shall receive questions this week from okay. fans. Uh, but we need to do uh, a little bit of a call to action here, I think, if I can find it. Okay. So, real quickly, uh, if you like this podcast and you like supporting can us. Can you do it as Tom Cruise or Mel Gibson or something at least? I don't think I can. <laughs> can one of y'all? Can one of y'all? I, I Just do it like rant, read the call to action list like Mel Gibson reading the demands on ransom or something. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> it's hard i don't even spot. know how he would do it he doesn't have like, i don't know his accent i don't either I don't, slightly yeah, that's, Australian. that's a very hard i mean what well, cruise you could do you just kind of laugh everyone <laughs> like you know just throw in like a crazy yeah. laugh every once in a while one of the funniest clips ever before toby gets into that is the one where it shows ben stiller remember that and he's just oh, yeah. tom cruise oh my god oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Normal, it's like the mtv like, movie both, awards yeah, and yeah. they both yeah. start laughing the exact same god that's that so gets me every funny. time that's so funny anyway i wish i could read it i don't even know how to do it but uh join the bc club uh if you like this podcast uh we do two bonus episodes a week i also do a weekly newsletter and you get access to uh emory land and where you get all the emory music and uh, stuff that other people don't get there's a lot of perks with this there really are um, and one of the things you get is your name read on this podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and do this real quick if I can find. Okay. So this week's clubbers, what's cool about it is the clubbers send in little things that they like, uh, you know, like their favorite Bible verse or, uh, a roast of their ex or something like that. So this week, uh, everybody, I don't, I mean, this is what they chose. Everybody chose their favorite term for genitals. Okay. Uh, All right. I met somebody uh, already last week on the songs and stories that we read their name and their nickname. He thanked us. He thanked me for reading his nickname. I think oh, it no, was he fatty. was, yeah. Fatty. I think it was fatty. <laughs> is it Roar, said, right? Tristan I'm Roar? Fatty. Yeah, yeah Tristan Roar. Roar, yeah. His nickname's Fatty. He thanked yeah. me for reading it <laughs> yeah. in person, so... All right, so this week, everybody picked their favorite term for genitals. All right, so Kevin Thomas, you know what his is? The He calls it the Mossy Donut. And then we got... <laughs> Ryan Elson Peter, oh, his, his, his name is close to it already. Elson Peter, uh, Twatch, T W O T C H is what I don't even know what he's referring to there. Oh my God. Chris, Christopher Fonseca, you know what his favorite term is? Down there. <laughs> Christopher Abbott is the baloney pony, and Michael Vlaming, <laughs> Michael Vlaming or Vlaming, baloney pony, uh, big dick and the twins. So you get to read your, I'm going to read your name out there. You get all these perks. Go to thebcclub.com to join and uh, you will help us out a lot. We sure would appreciate it. Um, also, our new single, Daniel, is coming out Friday, June 10th. Uh, and you can pre-save now by clicking the link in this description of this podcast. So do that. Our new album's coming out later this month. Uh, we're very excited about it. It's called Rub Some Dirt On It. Uh, we're back on tooth and nail. There's so much going on. Uh, we're going to be touring in July. We're touring a shitload this, this year, uh, summer in this year. So, uh, yeah, come out and see us. But, uh, new song, Daniel, which I wrote about, uh, the car accident I was in. Um, so yeah, check it out. It's Friday, June 10th. And then of course, as always marriage supply, the, uh, adult toy store that, uh, cares about you. 
We know that uh, it's not the easiest thing when you're married or in a relationship to talk about sex sometimes, if you're happy with it, if you're sad with it, if you don't like it, if you love it. Um, and we think that sex toys is a way to open up some conversation and spice it up a little bit. So uh, if yeah. you you know pull out a cock ring or, or a dildo or a vibrator from Marriage Supply, Hell yeah. you're going to have a conversation. Okay. You're going to have a conversation. going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, clip track. track, whatever. <laughs> yeah, butt plug. Toby and yeah. uh, Daniel, that song you're talking about. Yeah. That, that when you're telling me when you lived in Nashville. Nope, that is not and it. Went home. That, that ne- not that. That never happened. Oh, but you told yeah, me about you it. You still remember all that from all that all those years ago? <laughs> no, that no, that never happened. Um, marriage supply. <laughs> Th- thanks for thanks for putting that in there during marriage supply. That's probably that's probably a bleep. Yeah, people at home are hearing, are wondering what Lunsford said. Uh, right in the middle of marriage supply, ten percent off with code BCPOD. <laughs> All right, can we get to a little damn news? <laughs> you can understand yeah. my motivation. I don't get money from any of this shit. What do I give a fuck? Right. So like, you I want? Just, so you want it to end horribly? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm just saying. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. What does he care? Yeah, what does he I care? I'm just saying, like, it's fun. So he got nothing riding on the game. I got nothing. <laughs> Does that make sense, Toby? It doesn't matter to him. That's true. That's true. I didn't think, <laughs> I didn't think of it that way. Think of it that way. <laughs> I'm sorry. I want my friends to be successful. I'm sorry. No, you don't. <laughs> you do not. I really do. I promise I do. Okay. Uh, all right. Can we get to some damn news? Now, I thought this one was uh, interesting, some of the, the wording here. But, you know, we watched uh, Top Gun Maverick. And uh, what was the the main character, uh, his love interest? Uh, what's her name? Jennifer Conley? Is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was so pretty, man. She just yeah. I, I, she I mean, always she has great. been. Wow. I think she's a great actress. I thought she played a great part. Her, I liked her character. All of that. It was just good. Uh, it fit. It totally fit with the film. But you know, his first love interest was the actress Kelly McGillis. Yes. And this comes from Yahoo.com. Uh, why Kelly McGillis isn't in Top Gun Maverick? And the quote is, "I'm old and I'm fat." And, and I look age appropriate, she says. So, uh, as says Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer was able to return, uh, to the, uh, Navy for Top Gun Maverick, but one, one familiar face is missing from the sequel. And it's Kelly McGillis who played his love interest back in 1986 original, uh, entertainment tonight asked McGillis, uh, way back in 2019, if the makers of Top Gun Maverick had asked her to be in the film, she said, oh, my God, no, they did not, nor do I think they would ever. And she said she was almost laughing at the idea. I mean, I'm old and I'm fat, and I look age-appropriate for what my age is, and that is not what that whole scene is about. Uh, nice. She, was, she doesn't seem to be upset or anything, but she's 64 years old, but she, I mean, Tom Cruise does look great. Oh, he looks yeah. great. I don't, I don't know how old she but, is, but, I mean, that, they, I mean, it would have looked strange. You know what I, oh, I yeah. think? I, I know that sounds. Of course, that's not fair. What they look? What they did to Val Kilmer? So Tom Cruise <laughs> looks like he was the 
one year after the last movie. <laughs> right. And Val Kilmer, the other pilot, is dying of a disease as an old man. Where he can barely movie. talk. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, that's uh, to me, that's like all self-aware, hilarious. It's like they're the same. And he's right. the youngest, best looking. It's just the same as his, this guy's son. Right. You know, like it's like right. Goose's son. I'm sorry, like Goose's son. But it's like, you know, Iceman is the oldest possible frail person who can't speak and is dying of an old man disease. Right. And that's the same age that Kelly McGillis is in real life yeah. too. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it's really crazy cause he really did look so good and you're right. I mean like Val Kilmer's in it for just a second. You know what I mean? Like uh, uh, as a dying old man. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So they so they got John Hamm to be the main guy there on yeah. that side, you know, which he's I think he's in his fifties. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, but he can he's but, got plenty. He can look as young and yeah. as oh, he man. wants to. He's great. You know, he's got plenty of whatever that is to make you vital. I mean, right. he seems totally Bestiment. young. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. okay. This one is an interesting one. It comes from Reuters. Um Health agency confirms community spread of monkeypox in England. So everybody's now jumping on the monkeypox. You know what I mean? Like everybody's a little bit worried about it. I didn't really know anything about it. And this this article, let me just read it. Um, monkeypox. Uh, this is from in London. Monkeypox appears to be spreading from person to person in England. Uh, the the usually mild viral disease which is endemic in West and Central Africa, is understood to spread through close contact. Until early May, cases rarely cropped up outside Africa and were typically linked to travel uh, there. Um, But they did say it's mild viral disease. Uh, The current outbreak is the first time that the virus has been passed from person to person in England, uh, where travel links to an endemic country have not been identified um, and this is where this article gets strange to me. According to the UK HS, I guess, uh, United Kingdom Health Association or whatever, uh, the majority of cases in the United Kingdom, 132 are in London, while 111 cases are known to be in gay, bisexual, or other men who have sex with men. Only two cases are in women. Isn't that a, a strange stat there? That the it's like it's all gay, bisexual, or other men have have monkeypox, and I'm I guess they're relating it to having sex with each other, which is yeah like, I think it transmits that way. Which is like how like what everybody said in the '80s when AIDS outbreak happened. You know what I mean? Like it's it's strange that they're that those they're saying that too now about about this and and saying it in a way that it's it's these men. It's crazy. Recent foreign travel to a number of different countries in Europe within 21 days of symptom onset has been reported in 34 confirmed face uh, cases, or about 18 percent of the 190 cases. It's just weird. It says so far the UK the health organization has identified links to gay bars, saunas, and the use of dating apps in Britain abroad. So they're just really going after gay men, it seems like, in this article. Or, I'm or, or like, or whoever's writing this, the health organization in the UK. But I thought that was so interesting that monkeypox, the way they're talking about passing it, is very much like a, a venereal disease, it almost seems like, right? But it's not. It's not a venereal disease, but it seems like that's how it's getting transmitted the most. And I don't know why it's popping up now. What, what are you yeah. getting at? Yeah. I don't know yeah, what I'm getting at. 
<laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. It's just, it, well, it's just a weird way they're talking about monkeypox as it's like a sexually yeah. transmitted disease. Well, yeah, I, I get but what it's totally not, saying. It but, feels like they're kind of pushing back a little bit or something, right? Is that what it kind of feels like? Well, no, I just thought it was really interesting. They would take that that take, like, like they, they really, they, they, they well, they there. pointed that they pointed it out that it's gay, bisexual, or, or it does say other men, but and then it's all linked to like these saunas that these men go to. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's the same. It almost feels like they're just going after them a little bit. It's it's weird right. to me. I don't I don't know. I thought that was just strange to bring up that. But that is com- it community? That's, well, that's what I'm. I'm I yeah I think it is in this day and age I think it's it's wild that they are saying that and I, I'm not saying it's just Reuters I think everybody's saying this I, I I'm sure it's factual but no I'm that's saying, what I'm asking is that what is happening that's how it's transmitting though because if that's how it's transmitting that seems like it's the right thing to maybe mention I don't know no, no, no to let everybody say? know no yeah 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 to let everybody know and to be careful but but what I'm saying is that you haven't heard anything about monkeypox being transmitted that way and now all of a sudden. It's being said that way. It's being said like that. Like I, every, the stuff I've heard about monkeypox is you, you know be scared of it. You're gonna get you're gonna get it in a you know, grocery store or something like that. But that's just doesn't seem to be the case. So I don't well, know. So, I'm not sure. It's weird because they you know it's mm-hmm. like uh, you have the disease come out. It's like okay, we got the details on this one. Sorry, yeah. it's 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 transmitted with gay sex. Sorry, sorry. It's just uh, to transmit. But, it, but that's what I'm saying. Ac- but, turns out the germs go across really. No, good. but why is it? Fine. And so, but, no, but that's not my point. So, sorry to what, report again. Is it only gay sex? Is it not? Not tra- only. It's just that's a good way to transmit germs. Sometimes it but, can be a good. It's just yeah. effective way for a. Sure. Do you know sure. what I mean? It, I see. What, yes. It, so it just, just that. Yeah. Well, I guess what do you do about with that? But that's what I'm saying is why aren't they talking about heterosexual sex as well? It's just I no. just don't I don't totally understand what's happening. I'm, I'm going to take a the... guess, and I could be wrong. <laughs> oh lord! <laughs> but I'll take a guess. I'm just let uh, let me let's just move on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I can't. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. What are you going to say? Well, no, I was just going to say, like I would assume with uh, anal sex, there's a lot more blood involved. Yeah, you would assume, like you don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, is is yeah. that is that what it's getting at? I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's that. I don't. Is I don't it think, not that? I don't think there's a lot of blood and, every time you have sex. Well, I don't know though. There's so got to be more. Well, I yeah, I probably know. initially, but I don't know. I don't know. I well then, I would think you would say sorry. I don't know. Sorry, I would think that if a woman was on a period, there's more blood, and you'd have sex if you had sex when a woman was on a period or something like that. You know? Yeah, but not all people do that. Yeah, I know. Let's move on. All right, last article here. (laughs) You you brought it up. Well, I just thought it was a a strange article. Well, it's just a a very strange way to hear about monkeypox. I just don't understand the the data or what they're trying to say or explain. That's what are they trying to warn gay people? I think they might be trying to just warn. I mean, places where people gather to have promiscuous sex, it will spread there. Like when we were at So What Fest. (laughs) No, No, I'm just saying there's more. There's probably more gay clubs where there are. There's like you know, there's not as many heterosexual such clubs and places where the activity is that way. So that's a place where 
They, All right, this comes from ABC, <laughs> ABC in Australia. But uh, <laughs> I'm moving on. <laughs> do y'all know that global face mask pollution jumped nine thousand percent during COVID? A study finds global that, face mask pollution. Yeah, so all the face masks that everybody has worn have called a nine thousand percent increase in pollution. Oh wow! Uh, of those, um, it says disposable face masks can take hundreds of years to break down and threaten <laughs> to entangle wildlife, litter the beaches, block sewers, and pollute the food chain. In the face of alarming pollution anecdotes, researchers have provided hard evidence for the massive global growth of this new form of litter. And there was a massive jump, nine thousand percent. Can you believe that? That's hilarious. I mean, I, that I just, is so never, hilarious. They never stopped COVID. Those the, the mass disposable face masks. Uh, well, yeah. right. th- I mean, there's there should be a level of. I mean, like it's sad to think about the guilt that could even you can because people get so guilty about everything, and, yeah. and that plastic in the ocean is some people do feel guilty about. And now they got to feel guilty about the fact that they went into some ice cream shop that was well ventilated, borrowed a mask, put it on for 18 <laughs> seconds to no effect, threw right. it in the trash can, <laughs> and it's out there dodging, killing a turtle for the next 100 years. Right. Like moment to moment, is it killing a turtle or not for 100 years for that one time you put that thing off? <laughs> So you went to a restaurant, you didn't have a mask. They 18 made, seconds. It they didn't made work you while you had it. They on. gave you a mask. You walked to your table, you throw it away Just, <laughs> to right. eat your food with no mask. Exactly. And then you get another one to walk back. Of, right. And for a hundred years it's gunning for turtles. Yeah. It said between <laughs> September between September twenty nineteen and September twenty twenty, the number of bits of litter tagged as mask went from non existent to over six percent of litter. Whoa! Isn't that crazy? Wow. Within the first three months of the mask mandates, this is in and this is in Australia is where I'm getting this news from. But uh, mask littering remained below 0.2 percent all collected. But the reason for this is some strict lockdown. I don't know. I'm I'm losing it now. But I mean, obviously, there's been a serious global impact and environmental impact because of these masks to save our lives. But right before COVID, everybody said we have to save the planet and pollution. We have to end it. Or we're all going to die. And then as soon as everybody was like, oh, I might die, they fucked the planet. <laughs> yeah, it's overreaction is what, is what everything we us. do bad is uh, just overreaction, basically. It's like if whenever, we don't change whenever our they, actions, we're going to die. Well, so, so next time something bad happens, you name it, we'll overreact to it. Oh, and I these know. are the types yeah, yeah. of consequences that we will continue to have forever for overreacting right. to everything every time. That's just the way it's going to be. It's, it, I mean, I, I guess I just always going to say this, but it's all over. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Did you hear like Putin has some pretty bad cancer and he's ahead of a superpower that could just go, well, I'm dead. Why don't everybody be dead or something? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, what if, if he's dying, does he do the right thing? You know what I mean? Like, what is, it, 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 it seems as if he's done everything pretty selfishly throughout his career. I mean, yeah. it, it's really scarier, I think, than we actually know. I well, think, I think the, the world is the worse hope, than we even know. The hope there is that there's somebody in Russia that wants his power, and they're like, well, no, we're not going to fuck all this up just because he's dying. Right. And so they just go yeah. get him. 
right? Some general or something. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, why would they want to go down with his ship? Yeah, but I mean, maybe he's so powerful and got everybody, you know, subdued mentally or something. You know, I mean, what if he's like a Hitler type or something like that? You know, that every just, I don't know, some kind of charismatic leader that people. Tom Cruise tried to kill Hitler in that movie. All right, that's the damn news. Uh, okay, you want to move on to asking you shall receive questions? Yes. Y'all ready yeah. for those? Yes. Okay, here we go. All right, the first one is, uh, I'm just going to leave the names off because I don't know if people want their names or not. So one is from uh, a guy we know. I'll, I'll ask his in a minute. Um, all right, I'm leaving my job and took pictures with everyone in the office before I left. I want to post the pics on Facebook but there's one big issue. One of the ladies I took a pic with has a lot of cleavage showing. It was ma- mainly the angle or selfie, he, uh, he or she saying, uh, the way the angle was of the pic that they took. You know, when you hold the camera, right, you know, you're holding the camera and you take a picture of you two, um, like a selfie pic um, we took. But it's more, it's more than normal <laughs> cleavage, especially for being a work friend. <laughs> I, and they're asking, should I post this pic or let it be? Or You might need to just send it over. Let us check yeah, it out first. Yeah, we need the pic. <laughs> so they're asking, should I post post all the pics? Because like, this person took a pics with everybody. They were going to post all the pictures on Facebook. Just post them all. Don't post any or possibly leave this lady out. But that might hurt her feelings. What do you all think? Leave people right into the show for more of like outside-the-box solutions is what I'm asking. I don't you know. know. I think you probably want some, you know, creativity okay. given the nature of us. So I'm think, I think, I think you, help. Put, you put up the picture, yeah. but you use that pixelated blur stuff on her chest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, covers, that covers you. That would and it covers you. her. Yeah. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That would embarrass that lady so yeah. bad. <laughs> She would she yeah. did that. It would be she so, would feel like a total slut. Yeah, yeah, she'd feel like, yeah, she'd be felt like she got slut shamed or something. Okay, we'll do it to like three women in the photo. It's not even her fault. Yeah, do it to all yeah. the women in oh, every yeah. photo. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, like in front of the crotch of men too. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like that big a deal if you posted all of them. Yeah, I think right? if you post all of them, that's the way to go. I mean, I guess I don't know what the picture is, but if it's like you know, uncomfortably. Well, you see bra or something. Yeah, I mean, that's that, obviously probably not. I would say, depending on what the situation is, I would evaluate it based on that, probably. Yeah. Because he's got to know if she's always showing cleavage and if that's her, her vibe. Well, I think the way it looks like is just more the angle. It wasn't like she, but you know, you know, you can push your girls together and, and they yeah. just look, you know, more <laughs> and, full. And if you're and coming from the top, pump out the you top know, yeah yeah, yeah right if you're coming yeah. from the top so you i say post them all whether she feels that if she saw that she would feel that right it's fine with her. i think that's part that's of the what problem you, go by. you I might think that's part of the problem too. and be like listen your tits are everywhere in this photo i want to <laughs> yeah. post it but <laughs> what do you want to do you let me know yeah uh all right moving on to the next question my wife doesn't really get along with her family uh they lived about or they live about five hours away so we don't see them often, but we still try to visit them a few times a year. My father-in-law is a huge... Okay, this, Lunster, this question is for you. you must, you're must you very much like her, this guy's father-in-law. My father-in-law is a huge Trump supporter and Fox News guy. <laughs> <laughs> the last time we visited was Christmas, and my father-in-law and my wife got into an argument about Christianity and Fox News. 
Basically, she thinks it's subversive, God. and he thinks it's the only true news channel. Uh, now it's time to go back, and there's still some hard feelings. Should I approach him and talk to him about it? I don't personally care uh, what he does, but since my wife is involved, I feel like I should say something. And he says his wife isn't pressing him to do to do it, but should he like man up and, and address the father and try to do something? What do you think? What's the father doing? He just watches Fox News? Like, I, th- I think it's basically he's probably, uh, you know, yeah, like a Fox News truther type, you know, bl- only believes uh, in them. And and his daughter was like, hey, you know, she apparently they got into a, an argument about because he's a Christian. They're all Christians. And so mm-hmm. she thinks Fox News is bad for being a Christian. She thinks it's kind uh, of probably evil. Fox News is pretty mainstream. I think you just I, let I it ride. Kind of a waste of time, to be honest with you. It seems like, I mean. What are you going to well, do? The, like, well, the only thing is, what if there is some hard feelings or uncomfortable stuff with the dad and the daughter, and you might want to try to work that out or say, you know, I, we, when we got home, she really does love you, and it's okay. You know, like, maybe, I think that he's thinking build a bridge. Well, you got the choices are escalate, de-escalate, or disengage, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's a pattern. You're dealing with a pattern that ain't Triple going D. anywhere. So you have to decide back step one step out there's no settling this hash about right the thing you know i don't know what the man up to this or that is but you're either going to escalate it and hold some ground or you're going to de-escalate and that might mean a, more of a disengagement or something so yeah. that's the kind of choices you have to be making overall but the pattern's going to be there you just have to figure out what is a smooth engagement like it's not to never talk to them again but whatever it is it's got to be sustainable right yeah so i don't think you could settle it you might There's be like, li- listen, man, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take yeah, that just do a, but yeah, Just whenever but you're in their house, just do as they do. Yeah. And then, like, make it fun. Yeah, Have a fun with yeah. it. Like, we're going to do role play. Doug, tonight. you're a dad. Yeah. You know how she is. <laughs> Let, hey, just let talk, it ride, man. Let's get a beer. Problems at home, though. <laughs> Go, Doug. But I'm with, look, January 6th, man, I would have been there if I could have. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just we, go we counter got, agent. Yeah. Consider yeah. yourselves counter agents and just go all in with it. But re- yeah, so now you're recording. good with him, and you can fix it for your wife. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. This one's a. Uh, this is our, both sides for sure. This is <laughs> our friend Brian, and so I won't say his last name. I just don't. I don't know if they want anonymity or not. But y'all know Brian. Uh, sorry for the dark question, but this kind of recently happened in my family. My grandma passed away in the fall. Uh, he says, "All good." She was 96 years old and kind of ready to go. No suffering. It was a good passing, but when I last visited her, she was really worried that her daughter, my aunt, wasn't prepared and that my aunt would have a really difficult time, which she is having a really difficult time. He says, I turned 50 this year, and how do I prep my kid who is 20 for the fact that I could go? I got pretty sick during COVID and had multiple trips to the hospital. I definitely don't think my kid is prepared, and any time I approach the subject, he's definitely not into talking about it. Anyways, that's my dark question. Like, how do you prepare your kid for your yeah. death? That's that a heavy tough. one. That's tough. That's cool to ask that question. It's super yeah. cool. I, yeah. You know, I think that's I think that's cool already. Just to yeah. think about. Most people don't think. Most people avoid that. With it's maybe it's weird. Your kid doesn't want to talk about you coming to him about talk about you dying. I can see yeah. that being his point of view, but. You know, a lot of parents avoid that conversation 100% like they avoid the sex conversation. Like, there's yeah. never, that's a zero time ever for many, probably half of parents. 
Yeah. So you're in the half that are considering it, like how to do it. So that's good. Yeah, I don't think you can prepare them. The the main thing I worry about that with my kids because sometimes I just feel like they, you know, they freak out at anything, like just bugs and everything. But they're young. But I mean, they they can't. Sometimes I think like I'm I'm forcing them now to take the dog for a walk, and the dog sometimes you know can get crazy or wild if another dog walks by or anything. But I just make them go by themselves and just hope they'll figure it out. Because I just I mean, you have to have some tough thing that you really do have to put your kids in situations where it's not super dangerous kind of like uh, arthur brooks uh talking on the podcast kind of like that like put them in a, a give them some risk and a chance to fail but not something that's like a long-term ri- a, a long-term mm-hmm. outcome uh, yeah. that'll hurt them you know you don't want them ending up in jail for 10 years or something like that or really screwing something up in their life but give them some risk and and that's the only way that's the only way they're going to learn to do stuff without you yes yeah i mean i that's a that's really tough i mean i don't know what i would do yeah just you know talk to them about it if they let you i don't know how much you can do but i mean you're not necessarily gonna die right well you are at some point that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Lun- but I mean, Lunsford's kids I mean, would go, Dad. We know. <laughs> I mean, it's probably yeah, like what yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, you, Dad, you didn't look good my whole life. <laughs> wow! What? Good lord! Ow. You can you can ruin uh, a marriage supply commercial and talking about our new record. And if I say you. You are definitely going to die in the next six I, months. I'm the bad guy. <laughs> I thought you were done with the marriage supply commercial. All right. Uh, talk to kids, so you got to talk to your kids about you might die. That's yeah. I don't know. It's hard. I mean, also we're at different stages too. His son is yeah, twenty. He's older. So oh well. Fortunately, yeah. he's 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 able to understand a little bit more. But I mean, twenty years old, you're not thinking about death and your fifty year old dad dying. You're just not. Every, yeah, right. I think everybody kind of thinks you'll you'll live to your eighties or nineties and die. You know, but. Yeah, the age conversation I've been having lately is Remy. He's been asking me. He's only four. He'll say, Daddy, when I'm a quadrillion, will I die? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, you know, like he doesn't even understand at all. No concept of how yeah. long a life or a time is. So it's just funny. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to die much sooner than that, buddy, just so you know. Man, as I get older, I think it just see it really is feeling like it's getting closer and closer all the time. <laughs> just all the time, closer and closer. It's headed my way. It's like when I was younger, say you know, when I we were in college all college together in our early twenties and stuff like that, it I just would have thought death hadn't even gotten ready to head my way. And now already in the car, already made a couple stops at the gas station to refill up and just getting closer every day. If you had to guess right now, what like get as close as you can, what age do you think you will die? I'm scared. I'll die in my fifties. If I can make it to 65, I promise you all, all bets are off. I'm so happy. That's the greatest. I don't want to ask for another day past 65. Cause I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm barely 65 contributing nowadays now. is young. Like I know, people say that's, that's young. Yeah, I mean, that, I, that, I that understand that it's not young. I understand that it is yeah. old, but you know, it's just like Tom Cruise. Yeah, I mean, he, he's you don't 59. expect him to die for twenty, thirty, forty no. more years. Who knows? 
He's going to move but, into uh, old old man movies too and do great at that. You know, like Clint Eastwood or uh, something. He's, all Newman. He, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's going to do all that. Now, I, I, got, I think, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say with Matt real quick. I think Matt might live a long ass time. I think he might be. No way. 90s. No. All I, your grandparents I, are like in their, were, they, were in their 90s. It's just your mom that died earlier than expected, but everybody else skips a generation. Freaking 90s. Yeah, I, I've got, yeah, probably, maybe, but I, I never thought about it before, but I'm able to think about more now, but it seems like, it seems like it would be really not illogical for me to all of a sudden die early. That wouldn't seem that crazy, like to never have any problems right. with anything and then drop dead. Yeah. Sounds very, like, Probable, I mean, early, I mean, like in the, in the 40s, <laughs> I'm talking about in the four, like, right, like tonight. Soon. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that, yeah, could, but, that would be not yeah. su- that surprising. <clears throat> that I can, I, I promise you, I could, I'll be somewhere in three weeks from now, and somebody will say, "Matt, I, what happened? How'd he go? What?" Uh, and what is, you know what it'll be? It'll be. I'll have to say something like, "It's, it's crazy. He fell off his porch." Like you just <laughs> doing something stupid, and you yeah. died doing an accident. <laughs> like you weren't yeah, paying attention. Easy. You want to pay attention and you cost yourself on fire or something yeah. like that. Is how, I don't think you'll get like a serious disease, cancer or something like that now, but I think you definitely are going to do something really stupid that you might die soon. I think From that could happen. accident Possible. that's my fault. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like you really do okay. something, you know, yeah. you, 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 you go into yeah. the garage at your new I place or something. It. And you go into the garage at your new place and you see something weird with the ceiling. You go, let me push it. And you push it and the whole thing collapses on you yeah. or something. You know what yeah. I mean? The, something you shouldn't yeah. do. You're going to go, well, Something that only I would it. do that results right. in death. Right. Yeah, I know. It, yeah, I, I can see it. it. You ever go think ahead. it, you know, in a way it's kind of fun. Think of one of your friends dying. Kind of because then you all get to go get together. We don't do that much. Yeah. True. Like, you know, we all get, if Matt died. You know, we'd go to Seattle or South Carolina, wherever it is, and we'd would hang we? out. Well, <laughs> would we not? Toby's that, like, Toby's like uh, yeah. if Matt died, is there, is there something that would keep you from going to the free? Matt, you want to be buried? You, you want to be buried in Seattle or South Carolina? I mean, I don't know. I hadn't thought about it. Are you going to be buried? Thought into it. You better get it. I mean, you ain't got long. <laughs> you better start thinking. Yeah, I know. I don't. About it. I probably should do a wheel. Yeah, I got Lord. a wheel, but I don't think I my don't. youngest is in there yet. Yeah, I better do something. Well, I've been thinking lately. Sorry, before you move on, Toby, I know you're close. I've been thinking lately about myself. You know, you hear about the guys who who die, you know, from some. Oh my God, he died of a heart attack. Can you believe right. that? Forty four yeah. years old. Right. Shit. I mean, you hear those stories, and All you the think, time. and then people always say stuff like, "He was God. He was such a good guy." Yeah. You know, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. Devin. That's, that's true. That's Devin. Like, it yeah, breaks your Devin. heart you know that saying? Devin died. What if yeah. I die next year? Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just imagine the things people are going to say. It'd be a, co- <laughs> it'd be a, it'd be a course. And I don't mean a that, course. like, conceited. I just mean it like no, people are say, Devin was things. such a nice guy. Oh God, I'm not saying right. that's what I want to be remembered by, but that's what it would be. It'd He's be like, oh, God, man. he was just the guy. You know, he's a great, talented guy. Oh just a cool God. dude. Light up every room he had everything in. going for him. Had everything yeah. going for him. That is it me. Bu- Shit. Very soon. 
Yeah, you're a target. That's concerning me lately. Oh my god! Or if oh, it yeah. was me, the the post would be Aaron was a conflicted person. There <laughs> yeah, were many complicated. There were, person. The com- complicated. There were many things I did not agree <laughs> Aaron about. Had to do a but disclaimer. It at Aaron's dead. I mourn. I mourn for his family. <laughs> Oh, that's too good. Oh, all right. Uh, I got one more, maybe two, but uh, all right. Bring them. Uh, this person uh, is saying a little joke here at the beginning. Not a long-time listener, but a first-time asking you shall receive her. Uh, I'm, okay. 20, I'm a 24-year-old male, and I live in an apartment complex by myself. Uh, I'm not sure why, but many, if not most, of the other residents are older than me. Um, well, he's 24. That makes kind of sense. But a neighbor just down the hallway is an attractive woman who I met when I moved in. She is 38 years old. The few interactions we've had make me think I could ask her out, but I'm a little concerned about us being at different stages of life. I'm open to a serious relationship, but also would want to take it slow. And then he writes, I feel like like Matt might have some good advice. Go, but he said all um, the wrong things. Though it's yeah. obviously a bad idea. You should totally do it. Uh, <laughs> that's the long and short of it. It's obviously yeah. not going to work. Yeah. Definitely go for it. You're 24, and you know, sounds sounds like a wild, wild uh, yeah. experience, but it probably won't be overall. It'll probably work out. You're like, oh, that was so terrible. At some point, you'll probably you're likely to say that fun. was terrible. Why it will does be. he want a Why does he want a serious relationship? Because you know she. <laughs> She wants to fuck I mean, a twenty-four-year-old boy. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's true. She well, she might not be looking for anything not, long-term with a twenty-four-year-old. Yeah, she hasn't signed yeah, she on might, yet either. Yes. Yeah, right? he, he, yeah, just, just a twenty-four-year-old that saw a thirty-eight-year-old. Yeah, he so says far. the few interactions we've had make me think I could ask her out, but I'll, that I'll doesn't that, that doesn't necessarily I'll mean anything. That. He could be totally misreading it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. He might be totally misreading it. I don't. I don't. I, know. I just think his motivations are way misguided for sure. Yeah serious relationship really want to take it slow no Check. you just run it hard from the beginning until it flames just make, it, yeah. just make it romantic like, and wild it'll and, get yeah. weird but just you can take that ride like it yeah. will get weird yeah now yeah, but you can take that ride but that's the one you'd be taking so just I, be aware i ain't good at math but i just did the math if i was in his same position the lady i would be trying to hit on would be 60 years old <laughs> <laughs> if i was in this dude's same situation it would be a 60 year old lady at the apartment i live in so that is possible oh if yeah, i got if i got possible. divorced and was living by myself and there's an attractive Think 60 about year a old, nice looking 60 year old oh lady, my you know? god that'd be that sounds really good yeah that even sounds like i should do Hel- that helen mirren yeah, yeah. He's got to think about the fact that if he's 24, she's 38. So, you know, good decade worth of quality stuff going on there. Oh, yeah. Right? But then he can yeah. just trade in. He can trade but in, go back down I to can, he'll be 34. But yeah. I can understand his perspective because I was probably in a same. Now, I don't know his religious affiliation or whatever, but I was more, you know, I was very conservative. So I was like looking for the one, you know, blah, 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 trying to figure all that stuff out. And, you know, I probably wouldn't have entertained something like that. I'm not saying that's the right thing. 
he should look for the one if that's what he wants. But closer. But to I'm saying if, but I'm if saying he's a little if looser, if he's a little yeah. looser coming from older gentlemen, we'd say enjoy the ride. Right. Well, sure. Yeah. So. I know what you're aiming for. There you also, go. Also, she might have kids. Who knows? Yeah. Don't that's great. do any wrecking. Don't do yeah. any wrecking though. It was funny. I saw a comedian just that TikTok comedian. Uh, he's talking. He's doing some crowd work, and a lady's in the audience. Is a really attractive lady, uh, and he she says that she's like thirty four, no kids, and he just immediately goes, "That pussy trash. <laughs> it must be trash. Nobody will say you thirty four and no kids. Get that trash out." He just starts going off on it. It was what? so funny. <laughs> it was so funny because she hasn't had kids. That means it must not be any good. <laughs> I was like, whoa, that was, a, that was really funny. Uh, all right, so there were some other like one-liners and people being funny, but I'm going to ask this one. This one got sent in to us, asking us, us four on the podcast here, uh, who's the best at sex on the podcast was the question. Of us? Who, who is the best at having sex? How do we know? Podcast? How would we even what, know that? What, oh, what, yeah. what do you think you rank? You have to rank yourself. What you? Th- how good do you think you are on a scale of one to ten? You know, and it, well, I mean, one being I, terrible, ten being you're the greatest lover of all time. Where would you literally rank yourself? I've never, I don't really, I guess I don't think about it that way. I don't think about myself being a great lover. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should. I mean, you I'm might probably, be. Pr- I'm probably pretty good, I guess, but I don't think of it that way. I just think like, well, I'm with my wife. I love her. Let's just enjoy this time together so i don't really yeah. think i'm i'm not trying to do anything you know right. what i mean but that i mean but even just that of what you just said is making women just go nuts <laughs> and we all know it. it's not true okay so we all know, obviously we, we obviously we understand in the ranking if we're going one to four i mean it's not that's that's I Did Devin say he doesn't even think about it? He's just so happy to be with his wife and being loved. I didn't um, and just enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Mouth, right. So, uh, right, I know. And Les is only thinking, shut this fuck. You brought the phone <laughs> Get over here. Let me fuck. I'm going to fuck the shit out of you. I'm going to fuck the shit out of you. <laughs> Get over here. No, you. No, where's, where's my naughty? You want to be a naughty tonight? <laughs> Meanwhile, Devin's like, Devin's, I love you. Yeah, I, I wrote this poem this, before before we make love. I wrote this poem for you, baby. I wrote this poem for you. <laughs> I tell you what, though, when you have sex while you're high, you feel mm. like a good lover. Yeah, you do. If you but you but know you what I'm saying? Aren't. Like your confidence is yeah. higher. Is, I, you feel better about it. Yeah, you that. like. I feel like I really got moves. Like yeah. I'm gyre, You know what I mean? Like I'm like I'm. It like really like motion of the ocean. Like oh yep. man, I'm yep. I'm limber tonight. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't. I I guess I'm probably not that good. I always hoped I'd be. I can dance a little bit, so I always thought I'd be. But I don't know. I blame well, the church. I blame love. the church. I think you can go by. <laughs> you can probably go by dancing as obviously the number one heuristic that makes. That you, if you had to just take one thing, it yeah. would have to be dancing as a proxy, right? It seems uh, like it because you're like, working together and stuff. But I don't know. I mean, think about somebody with, body, you know, what I if you could really m- move your hips better? Though? I mean, I know that translates to dancing, but I, I don't know. I, I'm I don't just know. saying, on average, the best single measure of how someone might be in bed is how good of a dancer yeah. that person is. That would probably be pretty. That probably yeah. be pretty on average. Not 
individual right. cases, people could be one one way. Lun- Lunsford, how good of a lover are you? What do you think about yourself if you're being honest? I don't know. I don't know, but I know something I'm able to get women. Not currently <laughs> women, but I'm saying if, <laughs> yeah. if Cassie, we've joked, Cassie's like, you know, we're we're not gonna get a divorce, but even in the state that I'm in, which is awful. She did say she's like I do believe yes I I believe you could go get a woman like <laughs> rather rather easily and and probably I do have practice. to admit even you in the state could. you're in even in the state you're in Aaron I do believe saying, you could probably pull a chick or two I, I do just, believe it she said I think I I can be charming if I need to be and funny and 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 carry it on. Well, so. I'm sad to say it, but you probably could land another woman, she says. <laughs> I, I, yeah. <laughs> that's a compliment right there, buddy. Yeah. But that's, that's a different question to land another woman than be a good lover. I'm no, afraid. yeah, that's what I, I don't know. I mean, because, I, because I'm in the same boat. I do not think I would have a problem getting women. Uh-huh, I do yeah. not think I have that problem, but being a good lover, I, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I, I don't feel that that would be my category. <laughs> I feel like every time I try to be a really good look, uh, no, stop, yeah. stop, whatever yeah. that is. No. It, if if I I really do believe if say say if I were to get divorced, I believe I would be really scared or nervous to have sex the first, first time. Like, I think I would really be in my head and be like, oh my God, this is different. What's it going to be like? What's, you know, what, what do I say or don't say, or do I, do I make noises or don't, you know, (laughs) I feel like it would just be totally silent. (laughs) All you would hear is, (laughs) 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 you hear the rhythmic breathing. And then it just stops. <laughs> and it's just dead silent intensity. Yes. And then you yeah. then I gotta come up with a joke to break the silence. <laughs> so uh, uh you got any wings in the freezer? <laughs> it would be awful. It'd be, it'd be so, so awful. awful. It'd be just terrible. Somebody seeing your body and doing things to your body. Oh Lord. And then what if it's not, what if it's bad or, you know, what, what if in that moment you realize, holy shit, what I had was unreal. Like what if you have sex? What if you got divorced and had sex like three or four times? You're like, Oh my God, my, my wife was the greatest lover ever. And I didn't know. That would be I didn't know. Thanks, God. Remember when I, I held off having sex before marriage and and you actually came through, but you didn't help me save my marriage and now? Oh, Lord. I'm on a, I'm on a change. I'm on a, it all goes back to God. <laughs>